you, King Jesus. We bless your name, Lord Jesus. Lord, you're worthy. All the honor, all the glory belongs to you. We worship you, King Jesus. We bless your holy name. Father, here in your presence, we thank you that every need is met. Every need is met. Every prayer is answered. We thank you, dear Father, that we have access to you. We have access into this grant by faith. So we draw near, Father. By faith. We draw near to you. And we thank you that you are near to us. Faith removes all distance. And we're one with you in this place. We thank you, dear Father. We're one with you. We've been made one. We're your body with your spirit, your children, we're one with you, we thank you dear Father, and Father we just receive whatever we have need of today, we thank you Lord every need is met, every need is met, Receive wisdom, receive strength, receive healing, receive peace. Every need is met. Receive direction for your life. Father, we thank you for it. We receive these things by faith, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Great Holy Ghost. time, lift your hands with me. Just as a sign of surrender, that your heart is open and that you're ready to receive all that God has for you. And let's thank him now working, that he's moving, just thank you that he's fulfilling every promise, he's meeting every need, Father we give you thanks, thank you Jesus, you are the healer, you are the provider, we thank you Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you're doing in our lives, through our lives, for the glory of God, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please take your seats.
Without that guard, you're an open target. 
We make peace in the spirit. So we pray peace over our nation. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your perfect will in India. Just as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. To be spiritually minded, it could sound kind of strange. Like it could sound almost spooky. Spiritually minded. And we never want to become like so spiritually minded that we're no earthly good. To be spiritually minded doesn't mean that you live with your head in the clouds. To be spiritually minded doesn't mean you detach, you are detached from reality. But really, to be spiritually minded. It means that you're more capable of facing reality. The things of the spirit are more, are more real than the natural things. When you're spiritually minded, you can face natural circumstances. And you can overcome. And to be spiritually minded is, is to be eternally minded. To be carnally minded is only to think about natural things. And these natural things around us are all temporary. So we choose to fix our mind on the things that are eternal. That is to be spiritually minded. And when you do that, then you're minding what actually matters. We should mind the things that matter. Eternal things. Spiritual things. I'm going to tell you today where being spiritually minded begins. And whatever kind of mind you brought with you today. As you go, you can, you can go spiritually minded. Spiritually minded is life and peace. That's the whole motive here. That you would enjoy life and peace. Why does this matter? It's because your life and peace depends on it. 
That's why it's important to be spiritually minded. It is to be mindful of what God says. That's where it all begins. To be spiritually minded. It is to be mindful of what God says. Your mind, full of God's word, that equals spiritually minded. If you'll fill your mind with God's word, then you become spiritually minded. Pretty simple. Anybody can do it. Here's the question to ask. Here's the question you need to ask yourself. All the time you need to ask this question. What did God say? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Again and again and again. What did God say? And if you become mindful of what he said, that is to be spiritually minded. It's so easy to listen to what everything else says. And people would sometimes rather listen to other people. It's easy to listen to our friends. People listen to the news. They, they listen to their own feelings. And so it's so easy sometimes to listen to everything else. But to be spiritually minded to cut through all that other noise. Turn the volume down of every other voice. And then listen to the voice of God. Amen. In Genesis chapter 3, Eve was being tempted by Satan. And her response is recorded. How Eve, the first woman, responded to the temptation of the devil. I want you to notice what she says. In verse 2. Genesis 3, 2. The woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. Now she goes on to mention the tree that was forbidden. And so she knew what she wasn't supposed to do. 
find yourself there. Let's just stop right here. Hani sarı ya ekesin dokunu olur. Look at it again. This is what she said. We may eat from the fruit of the trees of the garden. Sounds reasonable, right? Sounds accurate. But that's not actually what God said. There's a missing detail. And God is in the detail. Nothing is worth leaving out. We need the whole truth. We need the full counsel of God. And she misquoted God. The truth is, you may eat is not what God said. Not exactly. Something is missing. Okay, remember, God is specific. And you should be too. God is specific for you. He has specific plans for your life. God isn't vague. And we need to pay attention to the details of the gospel. Okay, so we're going to look back in Genesis 2. This is where God gave his instructions. Look at what God said. If we take a careful look, we see the difference between what God said and what Eve said God said. Genesis 2.16 The Lord God commanded the man saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. Now, I hope the father's on the same page. I'm not sure. But we should see the difference here. What did God say? Did he say you may eat? No. He said you may freely eat. There's a difference here. You may freely eat. Okay, Eve said we may eat. God said you may freely eat. What was God saying? What is that, what is that little part freely indicate? What does it mean to freely eat? It means to eat to your heart's content. God told Adam and Eve, eat to your heart's content. Enjoy the fruit of the tree. But we know what happened. Eve was deceived. Deceived into thinking that God was holding something back. 
Had they eaten to their heart's content? Had they eaten freely? And enjoyed the fruit like God said to Then they wouldn't have had any desire for what was forbidden. You know why people desire forbidden things? Because they don't fully enjoy what God said to enjoy. If you freely enjoy the things of the Spirit, then you lose the desire for worldly things. She became carnal in her thinking. And the result was death. To be carnally minded is death. She was not mindful of what God said. She left out some details. And she believed the lie of the devil. You keep the devil out of your head by keeping God's word in your head. Remember, to be spiritually minded is blind and key. Life without peace is no kind of life. God doesn't want want you living. He wants you enjoying a full measure of His peace in your life. And it has everything to do with your mind. The devil doesn't have any new tricks. He'll try to do to you the same thing he did to Adam and Eve. He'll try to get you to believe a lie. Even the devil knows the Bible. But you should know the Bible better than the devil. You've got the Holy Ghost. The devil doesn't have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit will teach you. He'll help you to understand. So that you refuse to believe the lies of the devil. And when those thoughts come or those those fears come, or those questions come, if you go straight to the word of God, you'll win every time. Isaiah 26, 3. Says this. This is God's promise. Says that you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is 
stayed on you because we trust in you. God, if we go beyond just peace, and it says that God will keep you in perfect peace. As long as your mind is in the right place. How do you keep your mind on God? Keep his word on your mind. That's how you keep your mind on God. If his word is not on your mind, then you'll never be spiritually minded. If you're not spiritually minded, there's another option. It's the carnal mind. And it leads to death. So where is your mind? What's on your mind? Where is your focus? Okay, people focus on the wrong thing. And it gets them in trouble every time. Back in the Old Testament, in the book of Numbers, make your way there. It describes the children of Israel as they were coming out from Egypt. God had delivered them, rescued them from the Egyptians through miracles. Miracle after miracle. God brought his people out of Egypt. And it mentions here in Numbers 21 how God's people became discouraged because of the way. Look at Numbers 21 4. says they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to come to the land of Edom. And the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. Their soul became much discouraged. Why? Because of the way. You know, it, it doesn't always go your way along the way. On the way. There's many things sometimes that don't go the way you wanted them to go. And people, myself included, we pretty much want things to go our way. And we don't, when they don't go the way we want them to go, it's easy to get discouraged. It describes their soul. It's 
And there's only one way out of this mess. They have to change their focus. God has to help them change their focus. The only way out. Change what you're mindful of. Because whatever you look upon makes all the difference in your life. What are you looking at? God instructed Moses to put this serpent up on a pole. You can see in verse 8 and 9. In verse 9, as God instructed him, Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. And so it was that the serpent had bitten anyone when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. God had to get their eyes back on the promise. Get your eyes off the promise. Get your eyes onto the promises of God. Stop focusing on what you don't like. And focus on what God said. When they looked at this bronze serpent, it says that they lived. And it was a picture of Jesus on the cross. Jesus on the cross became sin. He hung there like a snake. As God poured the whole sin of all of humanity upon Jesus, Jesus was the fulfillment of this. And so they're looking at this promise to come. They're focused on what God would do. And that was the only way out. As long as they look, they live. This is what it means to be spiritually minded. It might not have been easy. I don't know what all was happening, the chaos that might have been surrounding the camp. I mean, there's snakes around, people are bit, being bitten, people are dying. And somehow they have to get their eyes off of all that and onto this image. There will always be distractions. There will always, always be things trying to pull your attention away from the promises of God. The only way back to life is to look at the promise. So you have to be able to get rid of all the distractions. 
expecting others is obedience. And then the inheritance comes. Verse 10. The Lord who wants to love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from uttering deceit. That sounds like life and peace. Verse 11. He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. Yeah, that's what we've been talking about. Pursuing peace. And this is what you must do. If you want to have a good life. If you want to love your life. If you want a life full of good days. It doesn't have to be the good old days. The future days can be full of blessings. Seek peace. Pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. And his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord's face is against those who do evil. Amen. Consider the question for yourself. What did God say about me? And what is my mind full of? There's, you know, there's all kinds of things that you might be facing. God says something about you. Whatever it is, there is a promise for you. And if you'll just get your attention on his promise, God's word will pull you through. So what are you mindful of? Be mindful of God's word. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your promise. For life and peace. All over this room. For each of your children. Father, I speak life. I speak peace to them. Lord, may they mind the things of the Spirit. May each of us mind your word. Mind your if you're here today and you don't know Jesus, if you've never given your life to Jesus, I'm giving you an opportunity right now. If you'll take a bold step, come to the front here, and we'll pray with you. 